Our desire to be right and make others wrong makes it harder to forgive, along with the feelings of retribution or revenge, which I've had myself. Let's talk about five reasons it's hard to forgive and some ideas on how to make that a little easier. Hi, I'm Brenda Reese, freedom and forgiveness coach and a person just like you that is learning to navigate life and all of its challenges. I teach a forgiveness process like no other. It's a blend of practical and spiritual forgiveness. This process guides you into knowing how unforgiveness can be keeping you stuck in your relationships, both personally and professionally, and how it prevents you from releasing resentment and finding joy. Each week, I share practical and some not-so-practical tips, tools, and advice from myself and other people that are on this journey just like us. This is for you if you are ready to turn your pain into peace. Welcome to the Forgive Yourself Podcast. With my last ex, I was wronged. At least, that's how I felt. It was a tough relationship pretty much from the get-go. Early on in our relationship, I was drinking as a distraction from my deeply buried emotions, which of course I didn't know at the time. And he had quit doing drugs cold turkey a few years before we met. And yet there was some deep emotion buried inside him too. He was outwardly angry and I was stuffing my anger to help make things so-called better. I did not want to cause waves, which was learned in childhood even though it did cause waves because I was trying too hard to please someone else and not being myself. You can imagine the tension in our house, right? No honeymoon there. So we had a lot of heated discussions and each of us wanting to be heard, seen, and most importantly, right about not being seen, heard, and understood. And also to get our very valuable point across to each other so that we could feel better. But that's not what usually happened. It got ugly most of the time. (laughs) Can you relate? So I drank more and he got more outwardly angry and we both started looking outside of the marriage for some understanding and attention so that someone would take our side and feel sympathy for us, feeding that victimhood like I talked about in the resentment episode. It doesn't have to be infidelity that I'm talking about. Separating yourself from each other and hanging out more with the girls or guys or working more or exercising more or turning towards food or some other addiction is what happens also. These are all ways of distraction from each other and the real issue. This went on for years and years. We were addicted to each other and the drama and not willing to take responsibility for each of our parts in the breakdown of the relationship. We were blaming each other for the problems instead of figuring out a way to forgive each other and ourselves. Can you relate to having a relationship like this? One of the reasons it was so hard for us to forgive was because we didn't know how to even begin. So why is it so hard to forgive? Studies show that there are several reasons that we're going to talk about today. And one of them being what I just mentioned a moment ago, you don't know how or where to begin. So this is where having a coach and a process was a game changer for me. I was too in my head 
to even get to compassion or empathy for him or myself. If this is how you feel right now, I encourage you to read about forgiveness and forgiveness processes. There are several out there. My favorite, of course, is the radical forgiveness process that I'm trained in and has changed my life in ways that I never thought it could. It helps us be able to shift our perception around our stories so that we can look at them from a total different perspective, meaning that we can learn to love ourselves, which is what we are meant to do. Reason number two for why it's so hard to forgive is you can be filled with thoughts of retribution or revenge. Okay, I know this one well. And I know a lot of you have felt this too, right? Come on, admit it. It's just you and me right here. This is quite normal, really. As long as you do not act upon your thoughts, okay? Let me repeat that. As long as you do not act upon your thoughts. Clients have shared with me their secret thoughts of revenge towards their ex, and they were feeling guilty for having them and even having shame around it. And I had had that too. It was so relieving to find out that these thoughts can be used as an awareness of where we are feeling hurt and victimized and holding old energy or an old story. So it can work for us. Now, the key again is to not act upon these thoughts in our head. Really important there. Yet having them in the privacy of your own mind is okay. And then being able to journal about them and to share them with a trusted friend who thinks you're not crazy, of course, or with a therapist or a coach. The idea is to get the feeling out of you. If you hold it inside, that feeds the shame. Shame doesn't like to be exposed, so write about it and share about it if you can with those trusted people. Get it outside of you and you will feel different. Part of me wanted that revenge because it looked like he was so happy and I felt so miserable. Let me tell you again how good it felt for the therapist to remind me that there was a good chance that he was not truly happy, even if it appeared that way on the surface. See, he wasn't getting any help or guidance on what caused the problems in the first place. He was just moving on. And that's what I had done in my past. Just moved on. Not looking at myself or doing any inner work, but just moved on to the next person to help fill that void. Which, of course, they couldn't fill because it was a hole I needed to fill. What also helped me was something I learned in AA as I had gotten sober several years into our marriage. And that tool I learned was to pray for or send good wishes out into the universe for him. Oh, (laughs) it was so hard at first. And I only did it because I wanted this gut-wrenching and heart-wrenching pain to go away. Because wishing him dead was not helping me feel better, you know? So I prayed, and I wished good things through gritted teeth for him every single day for almost three months before I started to feel like I could mean it. And you know the funny thing that happened was that it really wasn't for him at all. It was for me. I started feeling better, and it didn't do a darn thing for him. (laughs) We are such funny creatures. 
I encourage you to try sending good thoughts out to the universe or praying for good things for someone that you are feeling very irritated by and let me know how it goes. Hey, it's Brenda. Are you feeling unhappy in your relationships, work, or even life itself? Or maybe you are ready to break free from any guilt, shame, anxiety, or heaviness that you're feeling? If you said yes, you are invited to join me and a small group of women in the upcoming Freedom Through Forgiveness 7-week Self-Forgiveness and Self-Acceptance online course where we will be meeting each Tuesday evening for seven weeks, where you will be able to look at your past differently, befriend your critic, learn about boundaries, and make connections with other like-minded and hearted women. Go to brendareissescoaching.com backslash workshops for more information. Now, reason number three that it's hard to forgive is you're addicted to the adrenaline that anger provides. Okay, so anger serves as a shield that protects us from what we see as the painful feelings, you know, like grief, shame, rejection, or the feeling of abandonment. Letting go of it can make us feel exposed, and that feels scary. Anger is an emotion that helps us to not feel powerless or helpless. There's a strong energy to it, right? I have a story about a client named Kate. She was afraid to lose her anger because it gave her an edge to prove her ex wrong. And she built quite a large business using that edge. Yet now, her body was falling apart. And she had a feeling it was from all that anger. Anger and resentment in the long run can really mess with our view on what we want in life, and it can prevent us from learning and growing from the situation, which is really what relationships are for, to help us learn and grow. Another way to look at it is that when we choose to forgive, it does put us in the driver's seat. This frees up space in our minds and our bodies so we can focus on what we want our life to look like and be like. Releasing anger does not mean you're weak. It means you are choosing to let go of the toxicity, and that takes power and strength to do that. One of my favorite exercises to move through my anger is to take a tennis racket or baseball bat, raising it over my head and whacking the bed or the couch, and just letting myself scream and cuss. Mm -hmm. Yep, the F word works great here. Okay. Now, I like the tennis racket better because I hit myself in the back when I was swinging the baseball bat. (laughs) I don't do that anymore. So be careful. And if you aren't able to scream where you live, you can let out those words or sentences or cuss words that feel like coming out. Like, tell the story, scream and yell at the person or yourself that you are angry about. When you let that out, remember you're getting it out of your body. For those of you that don't like that kind of exercise, you can scream into a pillow or allow yourself to throw a tantrum. I highly suggest, though, being on a bed when you throw that tantrum because if you throw yourself on the floor like we see kids do, that really hurts. Now, the fourth reason that it's hard to forgive is a part of you identifies as a victim. I'm going to encourage you 
to love that part of you that wants to stay a victim. Get to know that part of you that wants to stay a victim. When you forgive others, you are healing your own wounds, and yet the victim within often does not want the healing. A lot of times it's the younger parts of us that were wounded that holds on to the hurt and the fear. We can have unhealed anger embedded in the cells of our body that sits and festers until it can be released. Like my client Kate that I mentioned earlier, she knew she was consumed with anger, and while she gained success, she was miserable in her life, and it started showing up in different aches, pains, and now she had an immune disorder. She was making herself a victim of his rejection, when his rejection wasn't about her at all. It was about him rejecting himself. Yet, when we have a wound of our own, it can be activated by the wound of another, so we can see it and heal it. That's the mirror that I talk about in relationships. So that can work for us and not against us. As Kate and I worked together, she was able to feel the anger in a safe way. Now, she loved the tennis racket exercise. And she was able to connect the dots to where it began in her life, was, which was with her parents in childhood. And she was able to feel lighter and freer and happy again. She released herself from the victimhood. And lastly, the fifth reason it's hard to forgive is... You are hoping you can protect yourself from being hurt again. Too many people have died with resentment in their hearts for events that happened years ago. Do you know any of those? What they're doing is hiding behind that hurt because they think that will stop them from getting hurt again. Now, Chris was another client of mine who wanted to get relief around her resentment towards her mother. Her mother was an angry woman and took it out on everyone around her. So you can imagine the life that Chris lived growing up. Chris said that her mother held grudges like no one else she had ever seen, and one of those grudges was against her own sister, Chris's aunt. In fact, they had not spoken for 40 years. Her mother couldn't tell her what the dispute was about now, but by goodness, she was holding on to that hurt and resentment. Chris was watching as her mother's body was being riddled with disease and her heart becoming so cold. Chris did not want that for herself and felt ready to make the choice to forgive because she did not want her future to be like her mother's. Working together, she was able to see how people use anger as a shield, like we talked about earlier, to keep others from getting too close and from getting hurt again. It was a real big aha moment for Chris when she saw that her mother was shutting people out with her anger because of some hurt that she had felt that her sister had caused her, and that she thought using that anger would prevent her from being hurt again. Chris said, you know, Brenda, I now understand that statement, hurt people hurt people so much better, and I'm able to bring in some compassion for my mom. Okay, she also was allowing herself, Chris was, to feel the feelings around the pain she experienced growing up. Now, this allowed her the courage to work through the forgiveness steps. 
not jumping to forgiveness, by the way, just allowing the process to unfold, which brought her more compassion for herself and her mother. Now, there are so many stories like this one where people live their lives as drug addicts or alcoholics because they are angry at their mother or father or siblings. Yes, there has been trauma and hurt and victimization, yet numbing out doesn't affect the abuser. It only hurts us. Keeping ourselves closed off and numbed out doesn't stop us from getting hurt again. It is actually self-flagellation because it is keeping us imprisoned in our own minds and bodies and not allowing any light of kindness in or out of our hearts. Thinking that we will feel better if we simply ignore the pain is not true. That pain will fester and grow into more pain until we can create an intention that we want to heal. So here is a recap of the five reasons it is so hard to forgive. One, you don't know how or where to begin. So look up those forgiveness processes and see what resonates for you. Two, you can be filled with thoughts of retribution or revenge. Remember, don't act on them, please. Number three, you're addicted to the adrenaline that anger provides. Remember, it's a shield that locks you in and everybody out. Number four, a part of you identifies as a victim. Get to know that part of you and love it. And number five, hoping you can protect yourself from being hurt again. Now, keeping ourselves closed off or numbed out doesn't stop the hurt. These reasons not to forgive can be resolved by becoming more familiar with yourself, your thoughts, your feelings, desires, and your boundaries and needs. It really is about you, not in a bad way, but in a very loving and good way. I love this quote, and I'm going to end with this by Marian Williamson. Forgiveness is not always easy. At times, it feels more painful than the wound we suffered to forgive the one that inflicted it. And yet, there is no peace without forgiveness. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy it, would you do me a favor and share this episode and then follow us on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss one episode of the Forgive Yourself podcast, where every Friday you will get tips, tools, and stories so that you can turn your pain into peace. Take care.